And welcome back to the Podmore Get Better podcast. Today is Sunday, November 4th, 2018. I am Will Sandstead. And I am Tony Johnson. Yeah, it's uh, been a while, but we're back. Well, uh, you know, we only missed one real week, but we had so much content with the course previews that I didn't feel so bad about it. Yeah, there wasn't that, a lot to talk about, but we are going to cover a whole bunch of stuff today. Yeah, a lot, lot to uh, catch up on. Uh, obviously, being that it is November 4th, tomorrow's going to be the big release day. Uh, for homeowners and then some tweaks uh, so we're going to kind of cover that but uh since we're back i uh, i think we should toast it up here tony all right <sighs> mm, first one was a course second one was a bent paddle nice in case the audio was different there cheers duel yeah mountains are blue uh, in case anyone saw tony's uh facebook post yesterday he had some issues with a finnegan's can yeah uh, and, uh this one was not a can within a can it just opened right up unlike my finnegan's can which uh, left me a surprise. <laughs> Opened the first layer, there was another can in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. A second top. That yeah, was, second that was top. hot. So I, I think first up we should, uh, we haven't done a TLC recap. We'd covered that in previous podcasts in terms of uh, the TLC going on vendor specific. We're just going to do a little uh, quick rundown here regarding the top six finishers. Uh, first place, once again, Mark Stenmark. Uh, one of the best of all time, obviously. Mark Stenmark takes home eight Gs. Uh, hopefully the IRS isn't listening to this. I don't know uh, what kind of form they paid it out in. Well, And also, well, with that eight Gs, he brings home the first invite to the 2019 World Championships. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's huge. We uh, went back, did some research, and it looks like last year for the previous World Championship, IT made their World Championship announcement in the first week of December. Okay. So considering there. Yeah, so considering we're uh, first week in November, we already got our first qualifier and probably a month until they start uh, trickling out some details for World. Uh, following up Stenmark, uh, he defeated Kinsler for uh, second place, so Kinsler takes second and six grand. Third place, Clint Grover at 4500 Fourth place was Paul Luna at thirty five hundred, and fifth six was Evan Gossett and Fuzz taking home twenty five hundred bucks. So, yeah, huge, uh, huge payouts like we talked about before. I'm, I'm sure as hell going to try to find a way to uh, get down to the TLC next year. Maybe make the gold bracket. Maybe make the cut, and you know maybe take uh, top thirty two, top sixteen, or win it and get eight grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer that, but uh, obviously a lot of good skilled players there. All right, uh, next up, uh, next uh, major tournament. I'm sure there's some smaller local ones that Richard King will be at, but I have no idea even exist. Uh, <laughs> second up, uh, or coming up next is Houston. So that'll be the end of the year, uh, the player of the year tournament uh, in Houston, the uh, PEGT Tour. Uh, there's kind of two tournaments in one. And so uh, the first tournament is just like uh, every other PEGT event, other than it's always one of the biggest fields of the year. Uh, and the reason, one of the reasons it's one of the biggest fields of the year is that it follows up on Sunday night, once, once the regular tournament is done, follows up with two other kind of sub-tournaments. It's the Player of the Year, what they call the, the Top Gun, yeah. which is their Player of the Year tournament, and the Lil Gun, which is their kind of their silver bracket for their, and it's a, based on points accumulation. So the top 32 point accumulators throughout the year of PEGT events uh, is in the Top Gun. And it's a no entry fee, free roll, uh, you know, pretty good prizes for well anything that's free to get into and has prizes is good in my book. Yeah, uh, heck yeah. But uh, and then the little gun has has prizes as well. And the big thing about the little gun is, world championship pass number two will be uh, passed out to the winner of the little gun. And so I think that's a pretty cool thing that it has done. Well, it gave PEG or Power Events the the pass, and Power Events decided to give it 
that was at their discretion. They decided to give it to the winner of the little gun. I think that's a great idea. I, I think that's a huge idea. Uh, you talk about growing the game and getting folks out to you know attend tourneys and so forth. Uh, I think this is definitely going to have folks show up who may not have shown up, uh, considering that if they aren't in the top 32, they have a shot to get a world's pass. I mean, granted, you would figure out a year-end tournament with so many players and many of them being very good that most of the folks in that top 32, if they want to make a run at Worlds, they're going to get that Worlds pass eventually yep. anyway. Yep. So I think uh, having some added pressure in that little gun, uh, not just winning the little gun, but having a Worlds pass online, I think that's really cool. Yep. So uh, kudos to Power Events for that. Uh, and uh, there will be a lot of people in in Houston. Uh, myself, Minnesota-wise, will be myself, Will, Al Jazz, Fox. I think Wes is going Wes will probably be there. He's there every, almost every year, if I remember correctly. Um, that might be it. But five, five is pretty good for Minnesota. So, yeah. uh, and there might be others that I don't know about yet. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna have a VRBO with Richard King. Could get a little interesting in that regard. But yeah. uh, sure to be a fun time. I've never done Houston, so I'm really looking forward to it. So if you're interested in Houston, go to pegtour.com. Yep. Uh, they're gonna have all the info, the dates. Like we said, it's at the end of November. Uh, right after the week after Thanksgiving, end of November, leading into uh, the weekend that transitions and to December. Yeah, usually there'll be some uh, postings on the Golden Tee fan uh, site on Facebook, um, and there'll actually be a, a Houston event page. I'm not sure if that that is up yet or not, but uh, but yeah, you can you can find it if you go directly to pegttour.com and or check out Golden Tee fan uh, on Facebook. Yeah, next up. So we talked about November 4th is today. Tomorrow, technically starting at midnight tonight. Well, gonna... well, unless, here's, well, I was thinking about this earlier. <laughs> with with uh, Daylight Savings having just uh, gone off of effect uh, last night, I'm curious to see if, uh, if the clocks at Incredible Technologies have, <laughs> uh, have fixed themselves accordingly. So uh, shout out to anyone who's playing at 11 o'clock tonight. I wonder if tomorrow's daily starts at eleven o'clock central. That's interesting. Can, uh, and or and or the events mode and or any of the other stuff that's happening tomorrow, which is I think the next thing we're going to talk about. So November fifth, big day. Uh, we got a list of at least four things here. So start with uh, closest to my, closest to my heart. Oh yeah. The homeowners. The update ships tomorrow. Uh, I got mine overnighted. Yes. Uh, lots of other people did too. Uh, Alternatively, if you're within a, a close enough radius to incredible technologies and you just get ground, uh, it'll get there in one day. So a lot of us will be receiving our updates on November 6th, this Tuesday. And uh, then the invites will start flowing. Woo! I can't even and, imagine. And the, uh, the, the hunting, for, hunting for different uh, angle shoots will start happening. And, and I think it's, this year we've got a whole new, not a whole new group, but like every year we add a lot more really high-quality Homeowners. Yeah. So within the last year, the two that come to mind are Kins uh, and Mouth. Both yep. are now homeowners. So the homeowner uh, group continues to grow. And not only that, but also um, Jared Decker, who's always been a homeowner, but has really actually upped his game. Yeah. Talk about Jared Decker more. That he's going to think I'm weird. I think uh, <laughs> uh, he's really upped his game in the last year. So he's he's in for sure in that upper echelon of homeowners at this point. Uh, and that, that group of upper echelon guys continues to grow. Uh, we have a lot of fun playing invites against each other and uh, non-homeowners non as well. Uh, we play a lot of invites amongst ourselves, so looking forward to that. Yeah, that's huge news. I know uh, I've seen a lot of posts about people just waiting and waiting for this update to ship. Well, it was, know, a they... little, it was a little bit longer gap this year from 
the regular public ship date until the homeownership date. Most of the time, it's like four weeks or a month. Uh, this this year was six weeks, so us homeowners Ooh. are feeling a little, little itchy. I I've literally played my homeowner or my home machine maybe twice in the last month. Yeah, I, I, I just, don't blame you. I don't have any interest in the old courses. I mean, like the twenty eighteen courses. Uh, no interest in playing. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lull, and, and hopefully, you know, this is something on the, you know, IT agenda, you know, like if in their office they got a big whiteboard where they can write down ideas and so forth, <laughs> you know, something that can potentially just fill the gap for those. Kind of year by year. Yeah, you know, lay something out year by year. Hey, here's what we're looking to do in this year. We're going forward. This uh, lull during this time of the year for the homeowners could potentially be filled with something. I know people talked about you know, certain contests or potentially activating a live play mode or whatnot. But uh, Well, and I put, that on, I put that on Facebook, just kind of threw it out there to say, hey, it'd be interesting if in this kind of lull, because prize play is active f- uh, on the old courses, mm-hmm. on public machines up until tomorrow. That's actually Correct. the cutoff, or midnight tonight or 11 p.m., whichever it is. Uh, but but additionally, I, th- I threw it on Facebook. I thought it'd be interesting if they opened up, prize play to homeowners on just the 2018 courses or the previous year's courses yeah. during that time frame as well. It would it would help the contest fill a little bit further. Mm-hmm. IT and it would, would get revenue fees. IT would get revenue and I think the homeowners machines would get played uh, a lot more than they currently are. Oh, heck yeah. But out of that came, uh, first of all, uh, I think a no fucking way from Don. <laughs> yeah, he's maybe put it a little nicer than that. But what out of, out of that did come that the in 2020, so next year's update, will have a homeowner events mode. Hmm. Let's transition to that tomorrow. Events mode. Yes. Uh, we've been. Uh, it's been talked about for a couple months, but uh, events mode, which is kind of, uh, it can come in a lot of different forms. It could be. It, it, and they've a been daily kind of vague about that. Yeah, yeah. I. I think purposely so. I think yeah. they. They don't know exactly what they want to do with it. They know they can do whatever the heck they want with it. So they. They're still kind of playing around. Uh, but events mode officially starts tomorrow, and uh, and it'll be. The idea being it'll be in week-long chunks, so you'll have the same event mode for a week. Now, that might be a week-long contest, like a, almost like a, instead of a daily, a weekly, right? Mm-hmm. So you have your best score for the entire week counts. It could be a daily contest over the course of the week, or as it is here, it'll be a prize play contest. Uh, very much like, and I think the prizes will be very similar to regular prize play. Just 18-hole, 50-person prize play. Uh, except for it's going to be handicapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, and what I found out this morning, thank you, uh, Adam and Don, for giving me this information, uh, it'll be on agave. So it'll be agave all week, handicapped 50-person prize play events on agave. And, oh. and then um, they're going to really use this to kind of test out the events system, make sure it's working exactly the, the way they want it. So they're actually going to take a little break next week from events mode, uh, and then they're going to come back with a vengeance the week after, the week of Thanksgiving, with a preview of the um, remastered the courses. remastered courses. Yeah. Thank you, well. And so, whether that'll be, I assume it'll be. I'm I'm gonna guess it's kind of like a weekly contest. So your best score for the entire week counts. I have no idea. That's just a pure guess on my on my part. Because uh, I think they're gonna want to test out all the different modes over the first and how they few function weeks and, and yeah. how they settle out. Yeah. So that's just a, a guess on my part. So again, events at in theory midnight tonight. Uh, we'll start, and it'll be handicapped 50, 50 person prize play on uh, on agave. Yeah, I'll I'll probably play a couple of those, but knowing that you know I'm gonna play a decent portion of the day today watching football games. Maybe if I drink enough, I can lower my handicap slightly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'll probably play a couple of these just to you know check it out, see what kind of scores are being shot, 
how the uh, handicap system, you know, we, we've kind of talked about the handicap system not necessarily being broken, uh, but how it needs to uh, be tweaked, I guess you could say, potentially by course, because there are courses that can dramatically skew someone's handicap one way or another. Yeah, and I think this is a this is a good opportunity because it, it's on the same course all week, mm-hmm. and I I, I kind of wish they would have just done a, a every every contest is just a new twenty nineteen just a, just a random course. Yeah. So it'd be agave, and then it'd be the cat, and then it'd be Beals, and they would just kind of cycle through. In this case, it's it's just agave. But what mm-hmm. I think is interesting out of that is maybe they are thinking about mm-hmm. implementing some sort of course by course handicap, and so you couldn't go back and play Southern Oaks and Tundra Peak and whatever Eagle Crest. In a in an effort to lower your handicap, so that you, then you can go to Agave and shoot your twenty seven under par and have it be a you know a handicap minus seven or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what they do. And I, I think again they don't know exactly what they're going to do with it, and that's that's part of why they're they're kind of uh, doing it very slowly. Uh, but there's more tomorrow. Oh, lots of goodies. There's there's, even, there's two more things we haven't even talked about about tomorrow. Uh, we new club sets. Yeah. And I think that. Most of the guys that play a lot of rounds don't even necessarily use the the uh, pre-made sets from IT. I would agree. Uh, and I don't even know that I own any of the last couple years sets mm-hmm. because most of us use Build-A-Bag. What's interesting from my perspective on this is that with the three club sets, which are the champion, so the 2019 or 2018 champ set, so that'd be Evan Gossett's club set, uh, there's the Seekers and there's the Stingers. And some people will buy those, and, and they're, I'm sure, good club sets. Yeah. Uh, but there's three new clubs. There might be more, but I'm aware of three new clubs. There's the the Chipper Wedge. Yeah. The C, CW. Anyway. Yeah. But what was interesting... 60-yarder. 60-yarder. Um, and it looks like on if you go online rather than on your phone app, you can get a little bit more information. And so the Chip Wedge is 60 yards. But it has a loft of, I think it was 24 degrees. Maybe it was 25 degrees. Um, whereas a regular, like a, uh, a sand wedge that goes that far, six, same 60 yards, has a much higher loft, like 65 degrees. And so yeah. the, the 24 or 25 degree loft is, is on par with the same loft as a 290 driver, just to give it a little reference. So it'll be interesting to see how that chips. I think that's one thing I'm going to be testing out once I get my oh, homeowners, heck yeah. is, uh, is trying out that, that C wedge. The uh, second new club is a even lower loft driver. So it's a uh, the ones that we have right now, in terms of 300 or 310 drivers, are the eight and a half degree. There's a nine degree, which I never hear anybody using. No. And then there's a nine and a half. So I in my different sets of clubs, I have an eight and a half set, and I have a nine eight and, and a half, half nine set. and a half, yeah. But the new one is a eight degree, 300 yard driver. Interesting. I could maybe see myself using that on Sandhill. Yeah, for some couple of those skip skips, shots. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. So uh, again, I'll play around with it on the on the homeowner. Uh, but well, it'll be interesting to see if it finds its way into any of my bags. Might find its way into a daily bag if I if I build a specific daily for a Freaky Friday or something like oh, that. Oh heck yeah! Uh, the third club, and I think this is the one that is the most. Well, I guess the chip wedge is pretty interesting. Uh, the third one is a three hundred yard. New driver, high loft driver, ten and a half. The difference being, uh, the other ten and a half degree driver is a two ninety club. This is a three hundred club, so you got some more distance. Also, this one has one more degree of loft, and so that's probably how you get that extra distance. It's a twenty five degree instead of a twenty four degree. 
Um, so that'll be interesting. The, the big question on my mind is, is it going to, because we know that the 290 driver cuts more than Cuts most. like the Dickens. Yeah, cuts like yeah. the Dickens. Uh, so it, it cuts a lot. It'll be interesting to see if the new Hyloff driver also cuts as much or whether it's more like a traditional, more like a traditional yeah. driver. And uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, there's a few holes that I can think of off the top of my head that that extra 10 yards uh, from, from that would be pretty handy. So we'll see where that goes. Looking forward to it. Uh, there's more. Oh well, go, I'm, I need a drink of beer. Uh, go for okay, it. Okay, go, go ahead. Whew. So we got two new balls. Oh, yeah. And the first one is the grippers. grippers. So you got gripper balls. And uh, second one is the Rainmaker. I don't know if Evan got to test these out when he was down at IT building his world champ set. He was uh, down there for a visit. I think he got to you know, preview the 2019 courses, kind of get an inside look at some of this. But judging by some of the responses on the Golden Tee fan page on Facebook, uh, he thinks that, I can't remember which one, but I believe he thinks that one of these balls may take the place of streaks going forward so that's I think kind it's of a hot to- yep. I think that's kind of a hot topic for discussion right now so that'll be for sure the first thing I'm going to do uh, is test test out the grippers because those that's the one that I think people think is going to be extremely like the streaks in terms of distance mm-hmm. uh, and we've seen the preview that Adam Kramer did yes. and it looked like the distances were the same as the streaks and, and if they weren't it was like a yard off so your driver instead of 326 was 25, 325 or something. So extremely close to streaks, but it has way more backspin. Yeah. Right? And so that, that's the big downside of the streaks is they don't have the backspin. Uh, in this case, they do. At least they, they I, I never quite, if you look on on, um, on uh, Twitter, you know, they've, they've posted the, the metrics for each of these balls. I never quite trust those graphs. It's the four bars, the distance, the backspin, the curve, and the loft. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I always question them a little bit. Uh, case in point, actually, the two maker, the two balls that we have this year, the Rainmaker and the Gripper, actually have the same distance bar. Uh, and we know that they're not the same distance because yeah. we've seen on the preview that they're not dis- the same distance. Here, look. Ooh, that's pretty odd. <laughs> and so uh, it'll be interesting to see how much more backspin these get, com- the Grippers get compared to the streaks. Additionally, one thing that I think is interesting in the, in the write up for the Grippers, they specifically say. That um, that they're gonna settle quickly. Now that's not a metric that's any one of these bars, but but I've talked about in the past how the streaks bounce more Get than the grabbers did. First or second hops, yeah. And and the the razors bounce more than the grabbers did, and and I think that can be a big advantage when you're trying to get some big drives. Um, it'll be interesting to see if these bounce like the grabbers did, kind of a, a almost a nerf bounce. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, we've got the Rainmakers. I'm not sure what the distance situation is with those. The big thing there is, based on the name, they are a high loft uh, ball. Now, Make I've, it rain. I've done, I've done some tests with this, and I've used, uh, I can't remember, the, was it the, the, the Sniper? Not the Snipers, but it was the, the Archers. I think that's what it was, hmm. uh, which have a maxed out loft metric which don't actually seem to go any higher than any of the other balls. <laughs> so I've always kind of questioned the loft metric, uh, but it'll inter- be interesting to see because uh, just if we think about the 290 drivers, our 290 driver that's a 24 degree goes 290, and there's our 290 driver that's a 25 degree goes 300. So if we, if we kind of push that forward, the idea being if you can get more loft, you can get more distance. Well, yeah. can I get five more yards of distance out of a big A1 with these Rainmakers? I don't know. 
So I think these these two balls are way more interesting than the two balls that were released last year, in my mind. I, I, would I agree. still have a little fun yeah. with last year's, the Vanguards. Yeah. When you want those long putts, so you can make a long putt from like 230 feet. Uh, and I don't even remember what the name of the other one was. Vanguards and uh, I, I don't know. I tossed them in the trash. Not gonna, gonna, not gonna, not gonna use them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's the two new balls that are also out tomorrow. I think that's all that's happening tomorrow. Just a, just a couple things. Yeah, that's that. That's still a lot of things. It, it's a really exciting time of the year. You know, we get the new courses within the month to six weeks or so. We get the home, yeah. homeowners. We get the uh, hopefully within a couple weeks next year. Yeah, we get the uh, old courses, the 2018s in this case, is being turned off for prize play because right now, in theory, if you go up to a bar, you have 12 courses you can play. So when we go right. back and we talk about that lull for homeowners, how IT could number one generate revenue. Mm-hmm. Those 12 contests, they're, they fill, but they're taking a little bit of time to fill. So tomorrow, we're only going to have five courses for folks to select from, and I think these tournaments are going to start filling up at a much quicker clip. I don't, I don't think a lot of people are playing the 2018s, but it's just going to help that much more. Well, I, Will, I know you've played you, you play the 2018s a couple, like once a day or twice a day, whatever it is. Yeah, usually What's, once a day. How many of those do you think are filling per day? How many does it get? Uh, b- between the courses, maybe one to three. Okay. Uh, I think uh, talking to some other folks, it sounds like Safari sometimes, depending on the day, will close two to three times a day. Uh, Rattlesnake Mystic and Mayfield two to three times a day. And then usually Calypso, Royal Dubai, Rhineland, one to maybe two a day, it sounds like. Uh, I'm not getting ahead in these, uh, especially considering that today is the last day of play for them. I'm not going to mess around with that at all. It'll just, because in theory, all of those people, though, so if, if. if uh, Safari is closing three per day, well, that's 150 new rounds that are going to be dumped into transferred the, to the 2019. The 2019. So yeah, yeah I think uh, I think people will start uh, they'll start closing a bit faster. Yeah, not that they're closing slow. They just I think they'll close a little bit faster. Yeah. So as we're talking about you know these 2019 courses and November 5th being the ship date for homeowners, the new balls, the new clubs release. Tony's talking about roll off the fairway, bounces on the fairway, we still got the $500 bounty going still on at Pembroke. And I've um, seen, we've seen a couple close ones. Yeah, some of these YouTubes are getting uh, pretty sick. I've uh, definitely seen a couple people here at the uh, Podmore Get Better Studios, a.k.a. the Fox Den, uh, the Banger Bunker. Uh, we've seen some people either get on the green for a putt, bank off the castle for a putt. Uh, so they're putting in for eagles. It, to me, it's just a matter of time. I've heard other people say, there's no way anyone's going to ace this hole, but since this bounty's been put out there, we've seen people getting closer and closer. Yeah. Folks so, are trying it more and more. So two things. Someone's going to hit it eventually. Oh, we've heck we've yeah. seen too many that have gotten close, close enough, that we know that eventually one of these is going to go in. And number two... The homeowners are about to get their machines, and so they're going to chase. As people, of now, people will chase, and so you know if <coughs> with a with a homeowner machine, you're not playing prize play; you're playing glory play. Yep. And you can get in the same contest back to back. So you're not you're not usually getting in like ten times in the same setup or, or twenty because it's a twenty person event. Uh, but you know you might get in two, three, four times. Depends on the time of day. So if you find yourself with a good setup, you might. You might be able to get a couple looks at oh, it. Oh, start firing off. Yeah, so, oh, 16 wind, 16 tailwind, I'm going to give it a go. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I think we'll just get better at at knowing exactly how to get the ball to ramp and what club is appropriate. Uh, because, you know, when you're when you're doing it for prize play, um, you're not looking to waste sh- shots, right? You're, you're playing yeah. for money. and But when you're playing glory, there's no money on the line. 
other than that five hundred dollars. Except bounty. for that bounty. Oh yeah. So, so I I expect. Uh, well, I don't know. What do we think the over under is? In terms of time frame? Yeah. When the bounty, when the bounty gets hit. I oh man. So let's should we, see. Should we ask smarter than a fox? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a good question. I mean, if there was, like, a website that would track this, you know, with, that we could lay an over-under date on, Ooh, that, that'd be interesting. Um, so we got Sunday, November 4th right now. Uh, I'm going to jot this down on our course notes. Okay. I will we keep take, these notes, folks. Yeah. I will take – I'm going to take January 18th. Oh, okay. I'm going to go a little sooner than that. Okay. I'm going to go December 12th. December 12th. All right, good deal. We've got that down. So those are our uh, anticipated hit dates. And with the courses shipping tomorrow, everything turning over, uh, IT's done a couple patches here in preparation for the homeowner release, as well as, I'm guessing, you know, the new clubs, new balls coming to the machines are already out installed in bars. Uh, that brings us to... Well, yeah, it brings us to the sponsor. Yeah. And I think that, one, you know, all these homeowners getting their machines... They're going to want to play a lot of games. Have a lot of questions, potentially, too. Have a lot of questions. Maybe take a little time off. Ooh. Get a little extra, get some extra gameplay in. Go after that bounty. What? uh, Yeah, go after the bounty. I mean, $500 can go a long ways. Uh, So what what is a way that we think that the uh, homeowners might be able to get themselves a little extra time off? Well, to make this I, I, I know me personally, I'd go with the Kevin Lindsay supplemental PTO insurance. I, I've That's been a great idea. not necessarily stalking him on Facebook, but my God, the guy was down in Tennessee. He was back in Illinois. His mom made him SpaghettiOs with toast. And butter. No, it wasn't just toast. It was a tuna sandwich. Ooh. And there was never confirmed, but I'm pretty sure it was butter in the SpaghettiOs. That, which, that, that's a recipe do, I've never used. Which you don't do unless it's fucking delicious. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's delicious. Yeah, so so we, we don't know how long Kevin Lindsay's out. I mean, I saw on Facebook he just celebrated his two-year anniversary with Incredible Technologies. Uh, otherwise, I don't know how the hell he gets this much time off. I did get a little info from him this morning, so I know he's at least paying attention. So Quote, he's unquote, not, working yeah, this yeah, morning on yeah, a Sunday morning? He's got to put in some time this morning. He's... Uh, <laughs> If uh, note to Adam and Don, if 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 uh, if Kevin only puts in for thirty nine hours of supplemental PTO this week, uh, know that one, he assigned one hour to the uh, Facebook Messenger message he sent me this morning. So that was a, it. Didn't take a full hour, but uh, he probably assigned an hour to it, like a lawyer, right? Yeah, you can't bill for less than an hour. Yeah, you, you got to round up sometimes. Right. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a past sponsor, Kevin Lindsay, supplemental PTO. Uh, happy to have him back as a sponsor this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so hope, hopefully he gets back in the office soon because there are other big changes going on at IT. I don't yeah. Know, I, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Adam I Kramer did, I did heard. got a promotion. So I don't know if Adam Kramer has not signed up for Kevin Lindsay's supplemental PTO insurance, but apparently he's been at the office. He's been putting in the hours. He's been streaming these videos on the Freaky Friday, the new club sets, the new balls, and he just got a promotion. Well, maybe with this new promotion he has enough regular PTO that he feels like he doesn't need to supplement any, I can't advise that, that plan. Yeah, you got to have a always got to have a little bit of supplemental PTO uh, at the ready. Because you yeah. never know when you're going to want to, you know, go do a story on Nebraska football yeah. or or uh, do a story on BYU football or or Texas football or... Lord forbid Minnesota gopher football. <laughs> don't do a story on that. Yeah. Well, you know, well, maybe he could just do a story on Adam Thielen. Yeah. I heard that's a good... 
it's a good, it's a feel good story. Yeah, Has anybody heard State. about this guy? Yeah. It's from Mankato State. He Undrafted. plays for the Minnesota Vikings. Went to Mankato State in Minnesota, and he was born and raised in Minnesota. If you haven't been watching the football games, they may not talk about it on the broadcast, <laughs> but they they know that he's a Minnesota boy. Oh, yeah. So. Adam Kramer, come on up. Mankato, you can stay here in Burnsville. we got a bunch of guys here. Uh, th- that's going to lead us over to Don. So Don is no longer the Golden Tee Project Manager. That's the title that Adam Kramer has taken out. Uh, Don is now the Vice President of Amusement Games. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what that entails. What's under exactly. that umbrella? So I assume Slot Machines is under that umbrella. That would I would be think an so. Amusement Game. I would, ass- I would think that... If I was Incredible Technologies, I might call Golden Tea a skill game. Legal, legal purposes. Don, your uh, job title has <laughs> been updated. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to skill games. Uh, but yeah, congrats to uh, that. I know that Don is uh, working towards uh, retirement in the, you know, not, not immediate uh, future, but relatively soon, uh, career-wise, looking towards retirement. And so uh, congrats to Adam for his promotion. Uh, officially in charge of the 2020 Golden Tee release, and I bet they're already working on it. Yeah, hopefully he's got, you know, like a big, huge whiteboard in his office and has a vision for the future of the game. I know Don, in his comment, talked about they have a, you know, four- to six-year vision of what Golden Tee's going to shape up and look like, and hopefully they're jotting down ideas on this big whiteboard and can follow through with those ideas. Um, On that note, we're talking about big things. We're talking about exciting things. Tony... I want you to talk about the rounds of the month. Oh, rounds of the month. So one thing that I've always kind of been annoyed by mm-hmm. is that the monthly records uh, display the records from the daily contests. Yep. And so I just, I don't know why they do that. that I, sh- I share that with you I, as well. I, don't, I mean, I think that if anything, it, it, it discourages um, discourages people when they say, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone shot a minus 39 on Rattlesnake. Well, that was the yep. daily score. But uh, so anyway, I wanted to go back and, and, and acknowledge the actual rounds of the month. Straight up live play, blind, so blind rounds. I literally went through uh, the uh, the world rankings, and I looked at everybody's top scores. And so the, I wanted to acknowledge the best rounds from this month from each course. So this is from October. Uh, on Catadreus, the best round last month was a minus thirty four with sixty k. That was lemon. Ooh, uh, there was a couple 34s, and actually not with not really with that many GSP on any of them. I think there was two others. <coughs> uh, we've got the next up. We've got Sandhill, a minus 34 with 60. Doesn't matter. Nobody nobody else shot a 34. That's, Jojo, that's disgusting. Jojo. I was I was in that contest. Ugh. I got second with a 29. Uh, it was a straight up four better. I, I know that Sandhill with a perfect setup can set up to minus 32. Not that time. It was a back box on one, and that really sometimes drivable par five was not there. It was a 30 par, and he shot a four better. That's sick. That was four, sick. Four better and clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and clean on that's, Sano. That's, that's pretty sick. amazing. Uh, Beals Creek, we got uh, minus 33 with 106,000. Again, JoJo. Uh, there was a couple other. I think there was one other 33, just didn't have as many GSP. Uh, Agave Ranch, we've got a minus 32 with 95,000 by Fox. Just squeaked out Johnny Dar, who had a minus 32 with like a thousand less GSP than Fox. Oh, goodness. 32 is a pretty good score in Agave. Most yeah. of the time, Agave is setting up to a, a, a 28 or a 29. So it's at least, yeah. least a three better. So that's a pretty good score. 
Uh, and then on Pembroke, we've got a minus 31 with 89,000. Dave Sandmeyer? Uh, uh, Luna. Luna. Well, not Ooh. Dave Sandmeyer. Ooh. Uh, I, we could look up Dave Sandmeyer's uh, Pembroke okay. square. I just or want not. to make sure. Uh, so, anyway, what's interesting, I think, so I mentioned JoJo a couple times. Uh, he was the, the highest-ranked uh, player for the month. Okay. Uh, if we just take the five best scores from the month, that's only two strokes better than JoJo was. That's insane. That's <laughs> so, uh, absolutely insane. JoJo, I think, tied Lemon, just had less GSP, or Luna, I'm sorry, not Lemon, uh, just less GSP on Pembroke and then lost by a stroke to Lemon on Catadreas, and yeah, I think he only had a 31 on Agave. So congrats to those guys. Those are awesome rounds. Uh, and we'll uh, check again uh, for November once December rolls around. So. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I mean, to talk about Pembroke, 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 uh, and Paul Luna with a 31. I mean, you know he wasn't driving any crazy greens or anything. Uh, he wasn't hitting the ball out there. He was probably holing out. I mean, with that 89,000 GSP, because I pulled it up, Tony. Paul Luna still at 467. We got some opportunities for some ramps. We got some opportunities for some long drives. So he's just playing smart golden tee, putting it in the fairway, not trying to kill the ball, not trying to ride any ramps and drive crazy greens or anything like that, but he's just playing good, smart golden tee. Maybe he's waiting for those grippers, those gripper balls. Grip it and uh, Super A won it. Yeah. So... uh, Uh, all right, so uh, that was the rounds of the month. Next up, we want to talk about the dailies. Ooh. So we've got uh, a couple things to talk about here. Uh, now, uh, every week, Kevin Lindsay is, uh, I assume it's Kevin Lindsay, uh, putting on Facebook, or on, on Twitter and Facebook, I think, kind of a, a preview of the week. Uh, he was nice enough to send us that preview this morning. Oh, uh, so, that, so, that was so his that, hour. So that was released on a Sunday because I know I've seen some of these posts on like a, a Monday, t- Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, late on a Monday. Yeah, in case, you know, there were any half days or full days of Kevin Lindsay supplemental PTO records. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, so long we got weekend. The, we got the full seven-day preview. Yes, we do. And so uh, I, the courses are, are interesting. I think we could guess at a lot of these. But so tomorrow, the mix-up Monday, will be on Sandhill. Uh, Tuesday is Catadreas. Wednesday is Beals Creek. Thursday is Pembroke. Uh, Friday is the uh, Freaky Friday. And yeah. is the Super Score 17. So make sure to look for that. Uh, Adam Kramer is always doing the, the six hole preview. Uh, so look for that uh, on Twitter or Facebook this week. But it's going to be the Super, super Score 17 nice. this, this Friday. Uh, Saturday is Agave. And San- Sunday is back to Sandhill. So we're kind of on a regular rotation here. Uh, also of note, I think, is. Uh, is the prizes that are paying out. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. We got uh, Tony Johnson hitting some deep research. I did some research here. And so uh, I was curious because they, they really bottomed out uh, like three weeks ago. The yep. payouts, re- uh, and it was when they were still using the 2018 courses for the daily contest because they were waiting for enough machines to get updated. And I think they intended to wait a little bit longer, but then but the, the gameplay on the dailies dipped so low that they said, we, well, we can't, we can't wait anymore. Yeah. And so uh, it bottomed out. Got a fun world. Yeah, <laughs> got a fun world. Uh, they bottomed out three weeks ago. Um, and basically Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were all right around $1,000. In between 1000 and $1,100. Uh, and the, the Freaky Friday had dropped to under four grand, And then the weekends had dropped to eight seventy five each. So that bottomed out there, and then they started to reintroduce in or introduce in the 2019 courses, and by by this point now we're back up to a pretty good spot. 
So tomorrow's will be just under sixteen hundred bucks. Uh, Tuesdays is thirteen hundred. Uh, Wednesdays is fourteen fifty. Thursdays is seventeen hundred. Super score is four thousand six hundred sixty-six. Oh, the mark yeah. of the beast! There we Add go. Add an extra dollar, uh, and then we're still at nine hundred dollars for the weekends. But but what's interesting is so I was curious, which is actually pretty similar to the week before. A couple have gone up, a couple have gone down, but I think we've kind of <coughs> we've kind of normalized, right? Yeah. So we're kind of back to normal in terms of in terms of our payouts. So I, I wanted to go back in time. So I looked back in March. I went back whatever that is, eight months, uh, just to see the payouts. And they're pretty similar. They're, the the mix-up Monday was a lot bigger back then, so it was like just under two grand. So that hasn't quite gotten back up. But most of the other days are just a hundred or two less than they were in March. Okay, so we're we're pretty close. Yeah. And then I went back even further, and I said, okay, what about this same week last year? And we're actually significantly higher than this time last oh, year. Oh, that's good news. And so this uh, world's pot could be growing. Yes, yes. Uh, so like Monday is a couple hundred higher. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday are like a hundred or hundred and fifty higher. Uh, Thursday's two hundred dollars higher. The Freaky Friday's up by five hundred bucks. The the weekends are down. I think that they've acknowledged that uh, the weekends back a year ago were eleven hundred for each day on the weekends, and I think they've acknowledged that they just don't have the gameplay daily wise, the uh, repetitive gameplay on the daily that they have during the yeah. week. And so now we're back down. To, we're down to nine hundred. And I know one thing they've talked about. I think they're exploring at least what it might look like. To do a instead of a a contest on Sunday and Saturday, uh, something for the whole weekend, which I think would be interesting. Just a combined two day tourney. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something they could definitely tweak. I'd 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 be down for that. I'd I'd almost rather play, you know, a couple rounds on Saturday and or Sunday during the course of a two day contest. Where right now you got nine hundred bucks to nine hundred bucks, eighteen hundred dollar prize pool. Well, I think with an eighteen hundred dollar prize pool over forty eight hours. You're going to have a lot of people giving it more than one or two cracks at it. Yep. You know, you're going to have bigger top prizes. You're going to have players start dumping more money into it, and I think it could almost be like a secondary Freaky Friday. Yeah, I um, think where the part, pots pots start growing and folks start chasing. Yeah, it, it kind more. of feeds itself, right? Yes. and that's what I mean. If we would have looked, if we looked two years ago at, at Fridays, the pots were way lower. And I don't think I don't think they had the Freaky Friday back then, but it was just like. All you have to do is make like a big pot, and then it'll just mm-hmm. kind of grow itself. It'll and that's really what fun, it did, because yeah. um, people will play a lot of rounds on Fridays, right? Well, oh yeah, on that chasing the L- daily. Lord score. knows I did. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. It might not start at you know double or eighteen hundred. It might start at fifteen hundred, but then people the opportunity might, to the grow, opportunity yeah. to grow. Um, and again, once it starts growing, it's gonna it's gonna be a self fulfilling prophecy at that at that point. I think so. Uh, anyway, we've got. I think just one last thing to talk about, but before we do, oh, Will's delicious. got another beer. I was I was going a lot slower than than Will, but yeah, these uh, are. But uh, I had one before the podcast. Yeah, so. these are sixteen ounce Coors Light Pounders. Uh, not an official sponsor, but we would love to have uh, their partnership. Uh, your mountain's still blue on that one. Uh, yeah, still blue. Yeah, like a like a light blue. Yeah, we're uh, still going here. So uh, we want to finish out with our Smarter Than a Fox segment. Yeah, we still got football season going. Hopefully your fantasy football teams are going good. Uh, hopefully your gambling's going good. Uh, mine is not. Uh, I might try I had to... a good week last week, but other than that, I haven't, uh, haven't been that great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little uh, interesting. So we got, obviously, the Sunday night tilt and the Monday night tilt. Now we just had some breaking news on the Sunday night tilt, which I think is probably one of the better games of the weekend. We got the Green Bay Packers at the New England Patriots, and we got reports that Gronkowski and Sony Michelle 
might be out for this game. Or uh, likely out. Yeah, uh, likely out. Yeah, not, they're not, not confirmed but... 100% either way, but if that if they're that banged up, I mean, Gronk obviously can still have ridiculous games, uh, but it hasn't happened for a while. Well, and I'm, I'm not sure that Sony Michelle matters all that much, right? Mm-hmm. They've got other running backs. Yeah, they, they just plug just and fine. play, plug and play. Uh, yep. that, that's more of a, from a uh, fantasy football perspective, that might matter. Uh, mm-hmm. Gronk, though, I don't know who their backup tight end is. Maybe I should, but uh, you know, going it's not Gronk, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I don't think he's dead. Well, oh, breaking news, he died in prison. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll have to <laughs> drop him after this. Uh, after yeah, this no, podcast, keeper league. He's yeah, still hanging on to him just in case. Yeah, it cost me a ninth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but anyway, maybe I should know who his backup is. But uh, obviously, the drop from Hernandez or Hernandez, Jesus, Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to the backup uh, is a big one. So, uh, all right, well, tell us, uh, Will, what Fox says. All right, so Green Bay Packers at New England Patriots, Sunday night. Uh, currently, uh, according to our website that we use for all our uh, odds and information here, has the New England Patriots giving 5.5 to the Green Bay Packers with an over-under of 56.5. Yeah, so the 5.5 the changed. Some of the news, the Gronk and the Sony Michelle news, made that line drop from what was... Eight or nine. Yeah, I think the opening line was right around eight or nine. Down to uh, five and a half at this point. So we reached out to Andy Fox once again, and Andy Fox is going to drop it on us. With Gronk unlikely to play and Sony Michelle extremely questionable, this line has moved from six and a half to five and a half, and that's just over the course of the last couple hours. He's got live updates. He's got a website that feeds him live updates. That's pretty awesome. Gronk has been underwhelming this year, and while Michelle has been solid when healthy, it's Brady and James White that make this offense work. I'm taking New England, giving five and a half in a potential shootout. I also think the over hits. So Andy Fox is going to take New England and giving the five and a half points to the Packers. Okay. And with the over under of 56 and a half, he thinks this goes 57 or higher in New England. Uh, it could be just wishful thinking on my part, but I'd love for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I hate the Packers. Uh, not that I'm a huge fan of the Patriots, but, uh, you know, I can't possibly root for the Packers. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Pats, I mean, losing Gronk for the game probably uh, it can be a big deal, but I'm not sure about the Sony Michelle. And, and you know, Pats, given less than a touchdown, you know, if it was like seven and a half, I'd be like, oh, gosh, they might yeah. kind of get a backdoor cover. Uh, but at five and a half, and that's a, that's a full score. I start to feel a lot safer, so I, I think if I was betting this, I would bet on the Pats at plus at minus five and a half. I'd yeah, goodness, plus, I, plus I, I honestly I I don't really like these uh, numbers at all. Um, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, as much as it pains me to say it, they always seem to find a way to keep it close unless Ty Montgomery's trying to take the ball out of the end zone. Um, but the Packers always seem to be within a score where they know that if they can give Aaron Rodgers a shot within the last couple minutes of a game that he has a chance to win it for him. Uh, This is a scary game. I'm probably not going to lay any money on this either way. Uh, I think that point spread's pretty damn sound, and I think the over-under is pretty sound. Uh, So then that takes us to the Monday night game. Uh, (coughs) So we we had to survive the Thursday night game this week, which was truly one of the worst football games I've ever seen in my life. Uh, It was uh, the 49ers versus the Raiders, and the Raiders couldn't have looked less interested in being there. I mean, it was truly terrible. Yeah. And, and then whatever that – not he's not a rookie quarterback, but whatever that quarterback's name was who just came in and threw t- three touchdowns. Mullins, yeah. Mullins, jeez. They just didn't care. That yeah, was a so terrible game. Yeah, I flipped over to 
I, I like volleyball, but I just flipped over to random women's college volleyball at one point because I just couldn't take the football game anymore. Well, you, you've got it, was, it was a huge matchup between Illinois State and North Dakota State. Uh, Illinois State had, has won one game all year. North Dakota State was fighting for the seventh spot in their league, mm-hmm. uh, and I was way more interested in that than I was in the football game. And no, no family relations on either squad or anything? Nope. Nope. Just uh, you, couldn't take it anymore. You, you have just, a much better cable package than I do, my goodness. Uh, but uh, So anyway, we've got another gem. Uh, we've got uh, Titans-Cowboys <coughs> Monday night. <coughs> the, uh, hold on. Uh, Dallas, minus four is the line, and the over-under is 40.5 and dropping. Yeah, I, I think the latest update, uh, looking up at the big TV screen, the Jumbotron here, I think it's uh, gone from 40.5 when we started dropping notes, now down to 39.5, Tony. So we're going we're gonna to go with the 39.5 number here. Okay, so uh, Fox is right up. The NFL saved this gem of a game for Monday night. This should prove to be one of the most boring games of the week, other than Thursday, uh, as both teams rank in the bottom three in pace of play. Good stat there. I expect this to be a Zeke Elliott game with the Cowboys' offensive line on paper having a significant advantage over the Titans' defensive front. Give me the Cowboys minus four, says Fox, and let me know how I did when it's over. Sounds like he won't be watching. Uh, I'll take a shot on the under as well. Woo, 39 and a half under. 39. Well, my goodness. It was 40 and a half when he said that, so uh keeps dropping. Yeah, so, my uh, goodness. Maybe anything maybe if it's uh, 40 and a half he'll go under, if it's 39 and a half he'll go over and he'll try to middle it. <laughs> Just hope for a 40. <laughs> uh, so good luck to Fox uh, getting 40 points exactly this week. Uh, but yeah, that's our smarter than a fox segment uh, on so, the year. So, so, so who are you oh. going with? That, oh, me in, in that game. I I haven't given my prediction. You haven't given your prediction. Oh gosh. Um, I think the Titans try to be sneaky once in a while, and I think they might be sneaky here. Really? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Titans plus four. Really? Yep. Interesting. So Dallas this year at home. They've had three home games. Uh, they've won all three home games, I believe it is, uh, with a winning margin of 7-2 and 33 points. So I'm actually going to take the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, laying the points. All right, we're making wall. I wrote you down as a wall. <laughs> it's that uh, bent paddle Pilsner yeah, lager Pilsner. kicking in. Local Duluth Brewing Company uh, beer, it looks like. So anyway, we've got our, we've got our bets placed, uh, and uh, we are looking forward to tomorrow. November fifth, the biggest biggest day since, uh, since public release day, yeah. ship day. Uh, so hopefully uh, it'll be. We'll talk next week. We'll have some more information. I think we'll all, we'll have opinions on the the different balls and the different clubs. Uh, oh yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that quite a bit, and we'll talk about events mode. I, I'm not sure I'd play too much of the events mode, but I might play a little bit of it just to throw, kind of throw the hat in the ring, see what it's and about. Be uh, be able to talk about it uh, intelligently or semi intelligently next uh, <laughs> next Sunday. So. Uh, with that, I think we'll call it a week. Uh, big week, lots of fun, yeah. lots of fun times to be had this week. Check out events mode. Check out the new balls, the new clubs. Uh, get that flight to Houston. Yeah, and uh, book Houston. I, I've never been. I'm excited for it. And uh, so yeah, with that, we'll call it a day. Thanks, Will. Thank Again, you, Tony. Tony signing off. Will signing off. Have a great week. Enjoy the week. <laughs>